I often find my purpose in my future. Like what I'm doing today is just to prepare me for what's to come instead of focusing on where God has me right now. When I want to feel something, I'll usually spend a lot of time on social media. Hey y'all, welcome back to the True That Podcast. I'm Kirsten. I'm Leah. And I'm Shelby. And today we're going to be kind of changing it up. I don't know how much, but uh, so we talked about identity before and we really wanted to emphasize that again because a lot of like what we've been saying, not only in ourselves, but like also just in like our encounters with other people is like a lot of kind of lost people like trying to fill in the void uh that's like in their hearts so they try and find like new things to do that and we're just gonna talk about like why finding meaning in like life so anybody got any ideas well i think we see it today in a lot of high schools how people just try a bunch of different things um they try a bunch of different things because they feel empty but they don't really know why or how that emptiness can be filled Mm -hmm. um yeah i looked up the definition of void and it um is literally a completely empty space um and obviously when there's something empty the goal is to fill it but um we have to choose what we fill it with yeah is the big part Mm -hmm. and i think of the song how it's like the wise men built his house upon the, like the sand yeah, and then yeah. goes into the rock like if we fill our heart with weak things that fall apart like sand then we'll always be empty mm-hmm. but if we fill our heart with like cement and rock like a solid foundation then we won't be empty again. yeah have you heard the song solid rock that's what it reminds me of like christ is solid rock standing on. yeah is it, it's a good song um for king and country no oh surprise i know i know (laughs) okay guys so when i was looking at verses for this topic uh, of filling the void in your heart this isn't a verse but it's kind of more of a quote and this is what it says god created a void in your heart that is only his to fill when life becomes meaningless boring and hard it's because we've been filling it with anything but him That's good. I feel like boredom has a lot. Like when he said that word, like, oh, like that, that's what we tend to, that's what tends to like make us feel like we need to stuff something into that missing part of us or the void. Um, so like, oh, well, I have nothing to do. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do this or do that. Um, and yeah. Yeah. And also, I feel like feelings can sometimes like contribute to that void because like I know for myself whenever I'm feeling down like or if I'm like anxious about something instead of like actually like understanding the root behind those feelings I like to distract myself like go out and do stuff or like work or something just so I'm not fully focused on that yeah what Leo was saying I completely agree there's like a quote it says the idle brain it's the devil's playground so like when we 
aren't doing anything, that's when it becomes easiest to fill our life with other things. That, yes. And I also realized that, like, when I'm bored, all I want to do is eat because I have nothing to do. (laughs) And I'm literally filling my body with food that I don't need when I could just, like, I don't know, read the Bible or do a Bible plan or listen to a podcast or other things that are more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's easy when we're given spare time to choose between picking up our phone or picking up our Bible. It's a lot easier yeah. to find to just pick up our phone. And I'm 100% guilty uh-huh. of that. Oh, yeah. I remember talking to someone at youth, and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't really do homework on the weekends. They're like, oh, yeah, that's great. You have, like, a nice little Sabbath day. But then I was like, well, you know, I don't really use that as my rest. You know, Instagram, TikTok. Got, like, a screen time at, like, six hours now. Yeah. No, I – something that I've been so guilty of lately is um, whenever I'm, like, in my bed just, like, sitting there, I'm going to – go on Instagram, but then next time, I'm just going to open my Bible. And I always say next time. But when you say that, like, there's always going to be a next time and you'll never, like, it'll never happen. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people tend to fill the emptiness in their heart with other things because they don't know all Jesus did for us Mm -hmm. leading up to the cross and even on the cross. So, I feel like, yeah, I also feel like them not knowing that is kind of leads to them being like, well, why am I here? Like, I know a lot of people who are like, well, I mean, there's not really any point, so I'm just going to do whatever now. And um, our pastor was actually telling a message about this. And basically, he was explaining uh, spiritual completeness tells us not how we live, but why we live. And so I thought that was like a really good message because spiritual completeness isn't just like filling yourself with worldly things, but it's like actually letting Christ into your heart. Yeah, I think a common misconception about Christians is that we use the Bible as a rule book and have all these rules that we have to follow and things that we have to check off. And that's the beautiful thing about Christianity is that it's not that at all. We get to form a relationship with the Savior who died for us on the cross who took all our sins, even though he did nothing wrong. And that is why we get to live in the freedom that he offers. Yeah. So let's talk about Jesus on the cross just for a little bit, because I think it helps clear up why we get to fill our heart with Jesus, like why we even have the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like also whenever we're talking to people, it's like easier to start with the gospel because it like it really ties everything together. And so I feel like that's often overlooked. So something we definitely should talk, talk, talk about. Yeah, like God literally went to the cross and or Jesus, sorry, Jesus went to the cross and um, died for us. And he like um, sac- he was called the sacrificial lamb because his father, God, literally gave him up so all of us could live without um, without our sins burden- burdening us. Um, and and um, I feel like that's the reason why only Jesus can fill the void, not because, you know, like, 
yes, the action, but also like the result, like the fact mm-hmm. that we are given eternal life is something that. Yeah. Cause when the people for Caesar brought them up, Jesus and then Barabbas, who was a horrible murderer. And I said, who do you want? And like the whole crowd was chanting Barabbas. They wanted the murderer who killed their friends and family over the guy. He did nothing wrong. Like he walked a perfect and blameless life here on earth. Yet he died such a horrendous death for us. I mean, that's crazy. I was, our pastor was doing a sermon on this and he said, like John Wesley was asked, I believe that's who it was. Do you know that God died for you? And he answered the, well, God died for everyone in the sense of everyone to forgive everyone. And the guy who was talking to him said, no, no. Like, do you know God or Jesus? Sorry. Jesus died for you. Like if you were the last person on earth, he would do that all over again just for you. Sounds good. So I think we often want to fill our lives with like a significant other or drugs or alcohol or so many other things, even just Instagram or um, what else? Give me food, Uh, lots of different activities. Yeah. But none of those things have died just for you. Yeah. And also, you know, there's like in the Bible, it says a lot like um, now you're going to die of the flesh, like whenever you accept Jesus into your life or like the baptism, something like that. And that's because like Jesus's flesh literally died. So like, obviously he died a physical death, like his heart stopped beating. He was buried. But that was the death of his flesh. That's like his human death. And so then when he comes back, like when he is resurrected, it's not like really human him. Well, I mean, it's fully human him, but it's not like of this world. Does that make sense? No, yeah, like nothing of Jesus. Yeah. Is that way? Because we can't even wrap our head around all his glory and power and might. Yeah. And so that's when like whenever we accept Jesus, we're dying to the flesh and then like we're made new because like we're not following in the same patterns as this world. We're like following, focusing on Jesus. I have a really good verse, but wait, let me, let me find where it is. Okay. okay. I had something to add on to about like a relationship to fill the void. Um, I think a lot of times we think if I can get someone to love me, then I'll be fulfilled. But the thing is, we're all humans. So we're all going to mess up. Mm-hmm. And there's all going to be days where we don't love one another. And a relationship is going to be the most fulfilling when you're two people who love each other are actively loving God more than they love each other. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be the most fulfilling relationship. But even that is not going to be as fulfilling as your relationship with Jesus Christ, who loves you more than anyone on the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then a verse that reminded me of what Kirsten said, it's 2 Corinthians 5. 17 and it says anyone who belongs to christ well i don't know if i can hear it but there's a car honking if you can or can't hear it <laughs> no well, i don't know i don't know how long it's going to take to stop i say go for it well okay beat drop yeah yeah um 
Okay, it says, anyone who belongs to Christ is a new person. The past is forgotten and everything is new. And I feel like that's like, um, where, like when we get baptized, so we're standing there and like the, like immerse, immersion, is that what's Yeah, called? immersion. Um, and then like I baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then you go underwater and you come up like, like a new person. Yeah. Because God is, like, fully and newly living in you. Yeah. There's a lot of TikToks that are like, if I had a nickel for every time I was born, I would have two nickels. Because when you get baptized, you get born again. So. Yeah. Exactly. Also, okay, the thing about baptism is that it's not, like, required either to sit, to, like, to be a follower of God. But, like, it's suggested because of the meaning behind it. So, like, when I was a baby, I was baptized, but that was, like, not my own choice. Yeah, that wasn't my own choice. So, like, I would want to do that again because, like, now I'm actually born again, and, like, I know the meaning behind it. But when I was a baby, I was just like, okay, cool, bath time. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to be careful with saying it's not required because, like, though being emerged, emerged, immersed, immersed. Oh, immersed. And the um, water <laughs> isn't required. Doing what you're doing when oh, you're yeah. being baptized is required because, okay, I say required, it sounds but like being born again is like yeah. the, the Bible the says we have to believe in our hearts and mm-hmm. profess with our mouth. And so when you're getting baptized, that's you like professing it with your mouth to the world that I'm a follower of Christ. Mm-hmm. So that is something as Christians, that's what we do we do our whole purpose on this earth is to point people to Jesus and to have a relationship with him. Again, it's not necessarily the action, but it's the purpose and like what comes out of it. And I think that helps us find our purpose on this world instead of walking around blindly like, Oh, what am I supposed to do? My life doesn't matter anyways. It does because we have a job assigned to us from the creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. That's kind of, yeah, it's personal. And I, like, I definitely know you mean, too. And, like, w- like I was saying earlier, I've been seeing, like, a lot of people kind of just walking around blindly, like, saying, like, oh, why does it matter? I don't really care. I'm just going to do whatever. And, like, I used to have that mindset, too. Like, because I didn't, like, actually have Christ in my heart. Like, I would just go around. I'd do whatever I felt like. I'd, like, make bad choices. Like, Lil Kirsten, she was not really it i was like mean to people i used to curse a bunch like i like i struggled a lot with lust and so like but like being new in christ that like i was born again and then like i gave up those things because i was like oh this doesn't like it doesn't feel the same way as god's love and so like i noticed that whenever i like dealt with lust like it never filled me and like i i kept like wanting to do it but it never helped Basically, God is the only one who can fill the void, like what you mm-hmm. said. And, yeah. What you were saying about the love that was so, like, overwhelming, um, I remember at camp, we were watching this video. We'll have to post it on Instagram or something. But it was about Barabbas and Jesus and how the people were yelling, give us Barabbas. But God still loves Barabbas 
so much just like he loves jesus so much the my words cannot describe the video it's so good almost every time i watch it i tear up because i love it so much and they showed that video at camp i'd never seen it before and it left like half our cabin literally sobbing not like shedding tears but sobbing because you just felt jesus's love like literally wash over you such a powerful moment can't explain it but multiple girls in our cabin including myself we like rededicated our lives to jesus after that night it's amazing we'll definitely share the video but like that is the power of god's love nothing not i do like dance and musical theater and choir and so like we're on the stage and lots of people are watching you nothing nothing has ever made my heart feel the way it did that night also i've noticed that like there's like such a rush that you get like from the joy that Jesus brings. Oh my gosh, so I know yes. that people really want to feel something like people will go out to extreme measures sometimes just to feel something other than like annoyance or sadness or whatever. And like they'll go and they'll do things. They'll go do drugs. They'll drink. They'll have sex, yada, yada. Like even if it's not those things, like they'll make themselves more occupied. Like I know I do that a lot. And so, um, whenever you focus on God's love and like what he's done for you. And like, whenever you see all the blessings he's given you, it's something that can like really light you up. Like mm-hmm. I know in the morning, sometimes I'll like put on some worship music. Then I'll like, I'll like look forward to my day ahead, especially like over the summer when we have like youth activities, like all of that stuff fills me with so much joy to the point where I'm like, Oh, this other stuff isn't that necessary. Like we're living in the now we're living for God. And like, it's so good. Yeah. The, I love <laughs> like crazy worship sessions oh, yeah. where you're like True. jumping and just screaming your heart out amazing yeah maybe if we do a true that retreat oh yeah happen hint hint, hint, oh, hint. Yeah. all right so. so i think the main takeaway is that nothing can fill your heart like jesus can true that oh you can try it won't work and Trust once, me. yeah, once you find Jesus and you let him fill your heart, because he's there, like he's waiting right outside your heart. He has his tools ready to fix it up, but you have to let him in. And mm-hmm. once that happens, like it's life changing. It's yeah. crazy. Also, real quick thing before we wrap it up, like whenever I accepted Christ in my heart, like I didn't really know what I was getting into. Like, to be honest, I was like, okay, cool. This is just going to be a thing. Like, I'm going to feel better, yada, yada. Because, like, when I was let down by all the things that, like, I tried to fill the void with, I noticed, like, okay, something has to be done. And so that's when, like, I sought that as a solution. Okay, well, following Jesus, first of all, is not that easy. (laughs) That is not what I knew, like, back then. But it's also so worth it. Mm -hmm. And so like while it's very challenging and you're like pushed you're also pursued by god and it's like one of the most fulfilling things you could ever do also yeah i think that um though it can be hard at times when you surround yourself with people who make it so easy to love god and follow him um it's just like you're addicted to being around that and you just like want more true that so yeah just a thought and remember if you have any questions or want to share 
your story with us. We would love that. You can yes. do it through Anchor or like email us, DM us on Instagram at True That Podcast. True dot that. True dot that. Podcast. True dot that yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the dot, but yay! Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I think we had a really fun time yes. in making it, and love God, love people. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.